0: It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Game. Our topic for today we're going to talk about balancing the present and the future. How much do you think about the future versus how much do you stay present in where you are and how that all plays a role in manifesting? Yeah, that was a really good intro.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What are you excited about, Cass? Uh, I am excited about because uh, my honey just got accepted to this veterans leadership, women's leadership program. Um, and so, which means she was like in the top 5% of the applicants um, based on that's the men- awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Based on how many they mm-hmm. told her and I know how many they're taking. So, yeah. So that's really cool. So she, um, <clears throat> you know, gets to step into more of a leadership role and learning that and, um she also that manifest 3 free trips to leadership conferences that she gets to go on so I'm super happy and excited for her that she gets and to do that.
0: That's awesome. And probably you're going to maybe join her on some of those Yeah, oh, you're flying here I can go. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a part of like your life that you've created, you know, like traveling around the world with your partner.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. What's funny about that is we were looking at the first one. She already booked the first, uh, she needed to book the first flight last night. And um, she's like, oh, she goes, well, we could stay longer, but we already, like, I come back for a day and we leave for Austin to go (laughs) (laughs) basketball and so like it was it was fun experience because it's like oh yeah like I'm totally that's the plan right and what was fun about yeah. it is like oh but we already have all these other trips planned so just mm-hmm. more and more it's just so fun it's wicked yeah well
0: I, I'm excited about the opposite thing and not traveling <laughs> and being home in my new house which is so awesome
1: like that's so yeah. cool because you've yeah. always been like, I want to travel, I want to travel. And it's so fun to have a house, right? Where you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. It's always, I feel like
0: I've become more and more of a homebody. I've, it's funny because I love to travel and I love to be in new places and new adventures. But wh- wherever I go, I really love having my home base, whether it's a room or a house or a tent. <laughs> I really love spending time in that place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Has it been a
0: tent? <laughs> Oh uh, yes, 100%. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. It's also been a swag in Australia underneath the oh, stars. Oh, you when know? you're in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh. Yeah. It's been really good. So we're kind of like taking our time and getting, you know, making each room ours. And we've been doing a lot of painting. And it's so fun. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story, but there's one wall that was yellow. And we were we were obviously paint not obviously, but we were painting it. And it's just so fun. To Actually, this ties into manifesting the drasticness of the changes is very satisfying. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like plays out in life, too. Like when we have one experience that's very different than another experience, it's for some reason more fulfilling. Like the big changes feel more satisfying than sometimes the littler ones. I mean, Mm -hmm. we want all of it. But same thing. We painted one of the walls like this really deep, rich um, brown, and I love it. It was so
1: satisfying to paint that wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome! I love that, and i I want to have that as a topic because like that's so in your so interesting, and I think such a great metaphor for growth is um, the same thing happens when you, um, you know, when you're so when you paint the room, like you're like yeah, it's super satisfying, but then it's the little details which might not feel as big but are as important for creating the whole thing and the whole end Absolutely. feeling right but so often mm-hmm. manifestors get caught up and they just want that they want that painting feeling right yeah
0: so we did one wall in the living room like the dark brown and then i was painting the other it's just kind of like a lighter beige-ish mm-hmm. and i was and i was very aware i'm like this is not as satisfying and I'm like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but and then like once the whole room was done, I was like, oh, yeah, that's way better. And then it was like the whole feeling. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, that's what it is. Uh, that's awesome. So, yeah, having the awareness along your manifesting journey of even though this isn't the big things that I wanted or that drastic contrast, it's going to be a part of the full feeling that I'm going for, the full feeling that I'm creating and stepping into in my life. Yes. Just think, this is a beige wall.
1: <laughs> last, month,
0: last month was the colorful wall.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, oh, it's so true. Because so many of my um, the, my clients get, it's some just something we practice and we work through and it gets less and less. But it comes up for a lot of them because it's like, oh, nothing big is happening. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like these little things, like they're all adding up. Are they big. Just, yeah, they just mm-hmm. don't feel as big as some of the huge things that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. I
0: love pointing out that how I love getting excited about the little things that my clients share. And they're like, Mm. why are
1: you so excited? I'm like, do you know what this means? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I think that's the best thing about, or one of the best things about our relationship. You know, um, I'm writing the book about you know, attracting love. And, like, I'm, so I'm remembering parts of our journey together and how we, like, supported each other. And, like, I could call and be like, I saw a red scarf. And you'd be like, oh, that's amazing. There was no red scarf. Yeah. I just made that up. But, like, that little tiny detail. And then we would you just get so excited. About I mean, we still do that. But I'm remembering yeah. those specific moments. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was cool.
1: Yeah. So where do you want to start with our topic today? Um what like read it so we're talking about the oh the balance between the present and the future Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which I just had a great example of something we're going to talk about which is being totally present in the present (laughs) 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 Um, what is our topic again right Uh, so like um yeah so uh where do we start so I think this question is so it's on a lot of people's minds especially like I teach about your future self. So um, you guys hear a lot about that. And so you might be wondering, and I think a lot of manifestors, like, where do I put my energy is in the future now? Even when you just start out Mm -hmm. with manifesting an LOA, it's like, well, what do I think about? Or where do I put my energy? Or I want all this stuff and I want to manifest it. But but I also know I'm supposed to be present, right?
0: Yeah, I would actually say like a lot, especially when you're beginning, you're right, uh, when we talk about manifesting it's a lot about future mm-hmm. what do you want in the future what do you want in the future it's one of the biggest things that come comes about and <clears throat> I think that's where this question stems from is like okay I've you know spent all this time thinking about the, and I and I miss my life or like how do I find that balance that's what we're going to talk about
1: yeah all right so um do you want to start do you want me to start yeah you start okay the there of course, because we are creating and manifesting. We're we're looking towards the future. And what I think is that you, um, one of the keys that I know is to be present and conscious of which one you're doing. So when you are doing stuff, so when I work with my clients and we're working on their future self or they're working on attracting money and we're in those places, 100% present in those places, like in the future. And then when you're living your life, it's about being present in your current life. So the place that I see most manifestors get this, get out of balance in this is that, um, the focus you want in the present, in your present life, you want it to be in the beingness. How can I pull in the beingness of that future life, my future self, my future desire? How can I, bring in the beingness into my everyday life. But most people, what they do is they start to how into the future. Mm. And that creates uh, us not being present in our current life. Yeah.
0: So let me just make sure I'm clear on what you said. So you have a, a specific. So when you're coaching and when they're doing their work, mm-hmm. they're they're focused on what's being created in the future but they're feeling it in
1: the present Mm -hmm. bringing it into the present and everything into the present takes place in the present. So a good thing that comes up a lot that I'll coach on is um, people will want to say, what would my future self do? And that Mm -hmm. is really trying to take the present trying to it's mixing worlds. It's versus being in the present is asking, does my future self do this? And the answer is like, yes or no. And that's very in the present moment. Like it's all—if if yes. that makes sense—why it's in the present moment. But it's all—it's not like trying to sort of overlay both at the same time. And that's the biggest thing about the balance: is to um, I don't know decide if you're doing the work, but but like not try to bring the future into the present. Really, be moving from the present into the future. And so when you ask that question, does my future self do this? It's a yes or a no. And in that moment, you can you can in the present moment decide, okay, I'm going to be more of her today and I'm going to like if it's a if it's a behavior that she doesn't do, I don't know, complain. Let's say it's complain. Mm-hmm. Does my future self do this? Um complain about her boss? No, because she doesn't have a boss. You can make a choice that nope, I'm going to stop that right now. Or you can make a choice to keep doing it because you still presently have a boss, but it's really um, becoming more conscious and asking the questions and making a conscious choice. Yeah.
0: I was like, Cassie, too many,
1: too many nuggets. So
0: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So I think just to highlight and clarify those two questions, when you use the word Uh, would Mm -hmm. that's future focused when you use the word does that's present focused so that's the that's the difference in those statements when you're saying does she do this it's about does she do this right now not would in the future because you're not in the future you're right now and right yeah and I love the way you made that um like a little more concrete that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> and so um, the other part I love the way you talk about this is like you bring it down you do this work and you bring it to a choice because then it's not so out there you're not saying maybe this will happen or if I feel this I'll do that you know it's like if I make this choice this in this present moment then I know I'm on the path to the future but I'm doing it right now and I'm very aware that I'm doing that right I'm consciously making this choice right now.
1: Yes. Which I think is yeah, yeah it's really that choice part, right? Because if we're howing something, we're um, you know, how does this happen? Or this, you know, thinking about how to get there, um, we're not making a present choice about like just the next step. Generally you're you're like, not in yeah. You're not in the present. If you're asking how, you're yes. not right now. So true.
0: That's a, that's a good kind of trigger to say, uh, that's a good, a really good kind of catch and trigger to say, that's the time to be in the present. Anytime you catch the how, bring it back to the present and say, oh, instead of then thinking about what I would do then, what does, how can I, how?
1: <laughs>
0: what, what does she do then? What does she do now? Sorry. Yeah. And,
1: and make the choice now. Oh, that's so good. So anytime I'm going to repeat it, ha, or anytime you find yourself in the how, you are definitely not in the present, and you want to bring it back to the present by by asking a question and making a conscious choice. And the question could be, does she do this? Um, it can just be, you know, what's it? Can even be like, oh, what is my next step? Right? Yeah. Because that's in the present. Like even though it's next step, it's what's the next thing. What's the next thing to do? Which might be just go for a walk and enjoy the sunshine.
0: Yeah. Or how do I feel right now? Yes. Is one of my favorites. How do mm-hmm. I feel? So that brings your awareness right to the present. Mm-hmm. And then likely, obviously, letting that be and giving that space your next inspiration for action can come from the awareness of how you're feeling in that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: how you, you really leverage the power of the present. You leverage the power of your guidance system.
1: Yes, that is so. Like, how am I feeling? And most often, I don't know if you get this, but early on, I find that a lot of people, when I say like, "How are you feeling?" or if that comes up, it'll be, "Will I want good. to feel this?" <laughs> well, yeah, it'll either be good or yeah. okay, or like not really an emotion, um, mm-hmm. or it's, "Well, I really want to feel this way." And so when you're, that is such a good example. If you answer like, "I want to this way," like. That's when you're putting the emphasis in the future and you're not in the present.
0: Mm. And you- This is opening up a good point because so much of LOA teaching is keep your focus on what you want. Mm-hmm. So if if you are acknowledging this present moment, I don't feel like I let's say I feel sad. Mm-hmm. And so you've kind of trained yourself to when you're bringing your awareness to this present moment Instead of acknowledging how you feel, you're saying, I want to feel this. How would you talk about that, Cass?
1: Oh, I just think I did this the other day. Um, So the first thing I say, because so in my work, it'll come like, you know, does my future self feel sad or my future self wouldn't Mm -hmm. feel this way? And my immediate answer is, yes, she does. (laughs) Like your guys, we we are meant to feel, we are meant to feel, you don't outgrow that you don't stop Mm -hmm. feeling. In fact, like your future self in your future place, when you have what you want, I guarantee you feel more deeply than you do in this moment. Yes. Because you're more open. You've learned to allow it. You, um, you understand like in that future place, when you have what you want, or when you're living the life of your future self you've learned that the more you feel through things in the present, the quicker you move through them, but also the deeper and richer your experiences and the better attractor you are because you're not resisting anything. So your attraction attraction factor is way higher and that's so your future self absolutely has all the feelings. Mhm. I just had
0: someone one of my clients go through a breakup and it was maybe mm-hmm. a week later and she said I have, she's like, I did it. I did it. I like let myself feel and I felt sad. And she's like, I have never done that before. And it was such a, even though it wasn't a pleasant experience, she's like, I moved through it so much quicker. And I wasn't even trying to. And I'm like, that's the power. So that's the time to be present and to feel and to let that be. And I want to point out one thing that Cass said uh, is, what did you say? Oh, the non-resistant state. So when you are present and you're feeling your feelings instead of identifying, I should be feeling this or I want to be feeling this, soon as you are pushing against how you're feeling now, you're in resistance. Mm-hmm. So you're not, and that is like, oh, I, I want to feel this though. I want to feel this. Then, then you're you're in resistance. And the non-resistance place is in the allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. Yes. And that, like that, is magical. Um, oh, it's so magical. The leverage in that in that alignment is is powerful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always feel that way when you're in the middle <laughs> right? of of the sad stuff. But this goes both ways. Like right. when you're celebrating, be present with it, so that and it, it gets the experience is more when you're present with the feelings. And and Cass and I did a whole episode. On this, I think it was around the end of the year, Christmas or something, celebrating um, or being present with the celebrations and mm-hmm. buying a new house. And it's like I deliberately was like, oh, just like take a moment, like soak this in, like feel mm-hmm. it in your body as it's happening. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, do you want to – oh, you said something and I was maybe thinking we should talk a little bit more about um, – the feelings.
0: Oh, I wanna, Go ahead. Well, I want to talk, too, about um, about the present. Like, as present versus future, your, you guys know this, and it probably has sunk in on different levels at different times, but we only ever live now, right? Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes that feels like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's kind of this thing. But we, your power of deliberate creation only happens in the present. So if— you're not being present. If we're not finding that balance of being present, you're not leveraging your fullest power because it's always only now. It's whatever you're feeling now that's the most important thing for what's coming in the future.
1: Yeah, because if you're not actually feeling now, you can't. You can't choose if you're never like, Mm. if you're never like, so if you never, like, if you just start driving your car straight and I mean, you could turn, I guess, but like you never get to choose, right. You could just sort of choose willy nilly, but like, it's like kind of stopping in that pause. Like, which way do I want to go? Like, if you just keep driving, you're not, you're not really taking that fully in. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's the best example of it, but, but you just, go ahead. Well,
0: I like the example we talked about kind of before of this balance between how much do I think about the future and how much do I think about the present Mm -hmm. is there's a, as you guys know, a very valuable component to knowing where you're going Mm -hmm. in your life with deliberate creation. So if I'm in Florida and I want to drive to uh, Denver to see Cassie, my amazing Mm co-host, I I have a destination. I know where I'm going. And, but I need, I can't just close my eyes and imagine I'm going to get, you know, keep thinking I'm in Denver, I'm in Denver, I'm in Denver and miss driving. I have to be present along the way and make each turn and all that. And that's what we want. I mean, I'll leave it there,
1: but yes. So you have to be present along the way. That's that balance. Absolutely. It's knowing where you're going and, and making again, and that we can use that example though, to apply to Um, all the things that we've said right so it's like you know where you're going you know where your future self is or you know what you want in your life right that's the destination and along the path like you have to be present in order to make the choices right turn off here get off this highway like it's not a straight highway because you'd have to drive through the ocean well you wouldn't make it anyway but like there's no like straight shot right because we're not you know it's not like you get on one road and you keep driving, and so you have to be present enough to be aware to make the choices to you know to choose just like we were talking about in the beginning, right It comes back to being present and making a choice and in not like you know I don't know you know would I go left or would I go right like no, I just go this way on this highway if this is where I'm going, right,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just like Cass was talking, we the more you do this work, the more tuned in you get to those mm-hmm. feelings. So, yes, you're 100% going to feel. And that's the path. Like, those are the – that's the guidance you're following is mm-hmm. is that idea.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I am going to ask you because it keeps coming up in my mind. So how would you apply <laughs> this? I think I would know how to do it, but you're more – so – um, it's Abraham right that has like the emotional scale and like says yep. to move up the scale. So how mm-hmm. do you take that and apply it to this to apply to
0: future thinking about the future versus thinking about the present
1: well to be yeah to be to to find that balance and and to like we, we said in this podcast like you have to feel what is now. So how do you apply that to somebody who's, because I think that's where people get stuck, right? It's like, oh, in the future, or I'm looking for that. So I want to move up this. Um, Mm, Okay. So that emotional guidance system
0: is like, you you only have access to that in the present moment. So you only ever know where you are along that scale if you're paying attention right now. And you don't have access to the information in three to five years. You only have it right now. Um, but one of the most powerful things, and let me know if this is answering your question, Cass, is that it's so important that when you're thinking about that future life that you're creating or the person you're stepping into, that you think about it from a place of feeling good, from a place of alignment, and then you, uh, from that place, you're adding momentum to that, and you're opening and you're available to the path, so to be guided to that place, mm-hmm. versus. If you're sad or frustrated or angry, and you think about that life or the person in three to five years, because it's a completely different vibrational frequency, you don't have access to the steps to get there. Like you're you're not lost, but you're you're just stopped because we we don't want to go further along the road. I'm trying to make the analogy <laughs> further along the I road. I kind of put you on a spot. <laughs> when um, we don't have access to the driving instructions. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and I think that was definitely helpful for listeners. I would say, how would you coach a listener who's listening and they say, okay, I hear what you're saying. You say I need to be present and I need to feel my feelings, but I know I need to move up the scale. Oh, well,
0: I mean, that's, finding relief but I don't think I don't think trying to move up the scale is a important goal I like agree. yeah I think if we're making like because then you're putting something that's so outside of you and it it feels outside of you I think knowing having an awareness of the scale is important because then when we know we're when we're frustrated and we go to blame you have an awareness that like, hey, blame felt a little bit better then. And hey, from blame, um, I don't know the exact order, but like maybe then hope or neutral, then we we realize we're doing well. And it's the realization that we're doing well that's the most important thing because that's what your inner being saying. That's what your future self is saying. Hey, you're doing good. You're doing good, you know? And that's going to be the most powerful vibration. Not the fact you went from this to this on the emotional scale, But it just gives you a, I don't know, like a a tool or a measurement stick. Um, But when you, I don't think it's important or necessary to make that your goal to move up the emotional scale.
1: Yeah, I think what I hear you say is that looking at it as information and guidance is important, but using it as a how is is not necessarily probably going to get you where you want to go.
0: 100% 100% also because it's not one straight line and you don't just go from bottom to top and you're there
1: mm-hmm.
0: like we flow like just like we've been talking about we are emotional beings we naturally flow all over that scale so trying to go from bottom to top and thinking your everything you want is only at the top is confusing
1: well it keeps could you, get you
0: confused yeah
1: and it and it puts you I think it's even though most people might not see it. And I wanted to talk about this cause I think this is a place where people get hung up. They get hung up, like they learn the scale and then they, they, they tend to use it as a how instead mm-hmm. of a, and I wanted to ask you cause you have more experience and more knowledge, but like um, on this specific scale, but um, it, they get caught up in that, how in like forcing it up and thinking they have to stay yeah. above a certain place instead mm-hmm. of being in that ebb and flow experience, which is all about being in the present, and you do want, like we as human beings naturally want our lives to be happy. a lot of crap. in weird way? Yeah, It's our natural state. Yeah. And so it's it's clearing and growing and opening that other stu- stuff that happens like we're just returning to that. and it doesn't mean like so so forcing it is really not being in the present, right? Uh huh, yes.
0: That's a good thing to bring in because that's sometimes easier to catch too. Mm -hmm. Is like you can catch if I'm trying, you know, you once you start to do this work and you get to pay attention to like, I know when I'm trying, I know when I'm forcing, I know when I'm in that energy. Mm -hmm. And then so that can be your trigger be like, oh, okay, relax, like let go, relax, be present. Everything is fine right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so if someone catches the words like I shouldn't be feeling this way, that's a that points you in the direction like I'm not fully in the present because I'm more mm-hmm. I'm trying, even though it's like momentarily, I'm trying to move forward out of this present moment instead of being yes. fully present. And you don't get out of the present. I mean, we can't. You never get out of the present. You don't get out of the present, <laughs> but you don't get out of the stuff in the present moment. You're going to have to feel like it news for all of you. If there's a lot of things you've managed to avoid feeling your whole life as you grow, you're going to feel them. Like it's just going to happen. It's not something that you need to go like do, but as you grow and you shed the layers, like those feelings that you never felt before or that you've been avoiding, cause that's humans avoid pain. It's natural. It's instinctual. Right. And so until we teach ourselves to open to feeling and being okay with that, that happens and. You feel it later on, which is good because then it moves Mm -hmm. through you. Mm -hmm.
0: And then each time it's easier. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were like, I mean, this is getting a little off topic, but we're Mm -hmm. energetic beings. Like we naturally flow with emotions and there's no bad emotions. They're just all there for as information for us. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so how do you want to wrap up this balance of future versus present? Let me mm-hmm. just ask you one thing, Cass. Yeah. Like, how much should someone think about
1: their future life? Uh, so I don't think you should think about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like opening a hole of a door. I, think I know. You I was should. like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we might have to come back to this, but I think they should be – In it, like, I thinking keeps us out of the present moment because we're either thinking about steps ahead or we're thinking like when we're. And sometimes it's fun and necessary to think, but not usually when it comes to this stuff. Um, Like when you're in the present moment, you're not thinking about anything else. Um, And so I think you know you put the space and energy, and when it comes up, you you. step into the beingness but I don't think you think about the future and again that's probably a whole nother episode <laughs> I know <laughs> absolutely oh um, yeah cool any th- thoughts you have to wrap this up
0: I mean there was so many good things I wish I could remember right now <laughs> that we talked about to just summarize because mm-hmm. the balance of like pay attention to Am I trying to be in the future? Like, am I trying to make this happen or am I just being here? Mm-hmm. Am I th- and in terms of how much we should think about their future, I just want to like re highlight, only think about your future when it's well, from Cassie, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but only ever if it if you're in alignment with it, if you're if that feels good to you. Otherwise, you don't, there's so much. We don't have to plan. We think we have to plan so much more than we actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're leaning toward—if you're ever questioning, should I be thinking about my future or should I be being present, I'm going to say be present. Like, make that your priority because we are already way too—like, condi- we are already live so much in the past or the future. So the any amount more we can live in the present, the better. yes. All right. We will see you guys next week.
1: Bye. Go be
0: awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.